Where do we start this? And the answer doesn't matter. We're having a good time. Right. <laughs> he couldn't wait to get in here. You need sales balls to make sales calls. Sure. I'm tweeting that puppy. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the Sell or Die podcast. We're your hosts, Jeffrey and Jen Gittimer. I'm the author of The Little Red Book of Selling and 15 other best-selling books and the creator of the Seven Figure Sales Formula Program. I grew up in Philadelphia, sold in New York City, but was smart enough to move to Charlotte, North Carolina. And I'm the author of Sales in the New York Minute and creator of Breakthrough Business Babe Community. Fun fact, I'm obsessed with our dogs and consider them humans. If you have a dog, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Sell or Die is for sales professionals, salespeople, sales managers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to sell more at full price, earn loyalty, and have an unlimited stream of referrals. Every single episode is going to give you real-world, easy-to-implement solutions so that you can get your calls returned, your proposals read and acted on, all while creating relationships that you can take all the way to the bank. It's time to sell or die. And we're back for another amazing episode of Sell or Die. Hello, hello, Die Hard. And Jeffrey, This is hello. our one millionth episode. Do you know that, Ken? <laughs> no, it's, it's a, maybe that's a foreshadow that, that we will get to one million episodes. But we're over 500. We're, yeah. Isn't that crazy? I know. Unbelievable. <laughs> I love it. Actually, it's a testament to how we followed the advice of Doug when we very first started our program. And he said, you're either serious about it or quit. I remember that moment. I yeah. hate to say this, but like it was yesterday. <laughs> yeah. And well, literally, he sat us down. Was, it was the day before yesterday, actually. Was the day <laughs> no, it was at the very beginning of our podcast. And... Mm -hmm. He looked at us and he's like, you're either all in or we need to like end this, this thing. And I was yeah. like, what are you talking about? Of course we're all in. And he's like, well, all in would be, you know, consistently having an episode every week. And at that mm -hmm. point, I think we were, we do an episode. Like yeah. And Everyone's then like two weeks later, we do an episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Then but, we really went all into five episodes, five days a week. Remember that? Yeah, but now we're, if you're, if you're a diehard looking to do a podcast, take this advice. There has to be a time and a place for you to present your podcast and you have to be pre-prepared with information that your audience might want to hear and share. And what we do with our information is we repurpose it so that it can go out on all of our other social media formats. And that's what makes the podcast. Yeah. And we do it professionally through uh, through uh, Tara Counterman. Yeah, through Profitable Podcasting. And just DM me on Instagram if you want to meet them. They're freaking amazing at what they do. Because um, all we have to do is record, and then they literally do the rest. <laughs> the production, so the promotion, all of it. We have a topic. And oh, right. I, Yeah. And I have been a standard bearer for this topic literally since I started in sales. It's very simple. The first sale is easy. 
The second sale is much more difficult. If you have a customer and they buy from you, of course you want them to buy again. But the challenge is what has happened in the middle is going to determine that outcome. How did you deliver? How did you serve? What was the quality of your product like? What was your response time? All the elements that make a, a customer uh, go from satisfied to loyal. Because when they have that second sale take place, you're, you're entering the loyal world, which is way more powerful than the satisfied world. I think a lot of people call this like the repeat customer or the repeat sale, but you never like to call things the same name as everyone else. So what would you call this? I would call this the value of second sale, earning the second sale. Ooh, because earning you, the second sale. I like that. You, you, you can't just take it for granted. You've made a sale. Okay, great. That's the easy part. Now you earn the second sale. You don't get the second sale. And maybe you follow it up with a video, maybe a, a video thank you. There's all kinds of things that you can do in today's world to show your sincerity and your gratitude. But more important, you have to show your service, especially if that customer calls and has some kind of a need. So I think there's a second part to this, which is not just gaining the second sale, but creating the urgency for the customer to want to come back and buy again. So I'll give you an example. In December, I ate at this restaurant for the first time called Crave. It's out here by the beach. And I had the best meal on the, it was just so good. The sir, everything was good. The service was good. The waitress was friendly. The food was delicious. They didn't rush me. I hung out with my computer. I was writing all the things, right? And I was going to come back. I don't know when I was going to go back, but I was going to go back again. And before I left, the waitress handed me a red envelope and she said, hey, there is a, it was sealed. There's a gift inside of here. It could be a free appetizer for two. It could be free brunch for two. It could be free dinner for two. It could be a $250 bottle of wine and various other things. But you can't open the envelope until you return in January. And then when you open it in front of us, we will honor it. And I was like, oh man, what's in the envelope? I want to know what's in the damn envelope. So she created this urgency that on January 1st, literally I was like thinking, should we go to Crave? Should we get a Crave? Because <laughs> I couldn't wait for January. Well, then you and I and Doug Wing and we went back and we got three more red envelopes. So now I'm sitting on four red envelopes. <laughs> okay, I go this week to Crave while you're in Charlotte. Yeah. And uh, I open my red envelope and it's free brunch for two. And I'm like, so excited. But here's what they did there. I ate my meal. I came back. They created the urgency to buy. And now yep. in order to get my free brunch, what do I have to do? Come back. I have to go back again. <laughs> the marketing part of this to me is just brilliant. brilliant. It's just yeah. brilliant. And I'm not pissed off that my meal wasn't free. I'm excited. I've never had brunch there. I'm excited to go try their brunch for free. So what are you doing, Die Hard? What are you doing? What steps are you taking? What urgency are you creating? What value are you conveying that makes that customer want 
to do business with you again. It doesn't have to be a red envelope, but it does have to be a red letter. It does have to be something that you put your heart behind and you put your wisdom behind and you put your creativity behind in order to be able to create that sense of urgency or that sense of desire. Jen had it. I really, I can't wait. I'm going back for brunch. I have to use my brunch ticket before the end of the month. So of course I'm going back. Like everything, notice the key here. Things have a little mystery to them. Things have excitement around them. It's fun. It's not like here's your free brunch card, right? Like there was- And they have an expiration date. They have an expiration date that if you don't use it by this, you lose it. Use it and they create the urgency to return. So then that gets me in a flow now of going there. Think about it. I went mid-December. I went beginning of January and I'm going to go back again. I'm going like every two weeks. What are they doing? They're creating consistency with my, with my purchasing there. They're creating a habit for me that I, until this moment, was not even aware of. Okay. One other question, Jen. How's the yeah. food? So here's the key. You're right. This is a good thing to point out. The food there is phenomenal. If it wasn't right. good, I wouldn't care about the you red envelope. Right. right. I'd be like, red envelope, let me rip this up. I don't even care what's inside. But the food is so good that that, that creates the foundation. And so for you, Die Hard, what are you offering that's so good that creates the foundation for people to want to return? And what incentive are you giving them? What fun are you creating around having them return? And if you're in a non-sexy business, like you're in like law or you're in, I don't know, people think like finance, right? Accounting or insurance. We'll give you a free dollar sign. (laughs) That those businesses aren't fun and you can never do this. Then you are totally missing the boat because 99% of your competition will never do this. And when you do something like this, that's fun and exciting and keeps the customer engaged, you will gain so much more business and not just the second sale, but I believe you'll gain referrals because think about it. I'm now going to tell everyone I know Crave is now added to my list of restaurants right? If my insurance broker was doing this, I'd be telling everyone I know that he's actually making buying insurance fun. No argument with that, Jen. That is a phenomenal example. But keep in mind that there has to be quality all the way through it, or you've broken the chain. Yeah. And, and, and you, it took you Jen, said it at it the beginning. It took Jen 30 days to go back. Keep that in mind. It took her 30 days to go back but she called me from the restaurant to show me what she had won. Is that cool or what? I was really excited. <laughs> That's cool. And- so it's not about satisfaction. It's about intrigue. It's about excitement. It's about value. It's about quality. And it's about loyalty. And it's about creating the customer experience. Yeah. Because right now, like that little experience was everything to me, right? Like I'm here alone waiting on you to return, hopefully (laughs) any minute now, (laughs) but I am actually, but you know, I'm here alone and that was a fun experience that I could have. And so many people feel alone right now because you're isolated or you're quarantined or you're not really getting going out with many people in big groups. And I get that, but that's a 